What's going on, thinkers? Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts by the View of DI. Did y'all miss me? I think y'all missed me because I missed y'all, man. No, I didn't bring you an episode last week. It was a hectic week, but I've been up to something. And I'm going to tell you that announcement. Not, not, not quite yet, but I'm going to tell you that announcement. This episode, uh, I want to share with you guys um, my review of The Last Chance short film by Jason and Jordan Mitchell. They were on the show a while back. If you haven't, you know, you can go back into my archives Search that up. Boom. Listen to that episode. I interviewed them. They are the writers, producers, and directors. Pretty much the whole staff behind this movie. And I also interviewed on a separate show. I interviewed the um, the actors that was in the movie. So you might want to go check those out. Get yourself up to speed. But I'm going to tell you about the movie. And before I get into all that. I want to give a shout out to Antonio Williams. From the. I am Flossom Brand. She was on the show a couple weeks ago and she made an announcement that her book, Flossom, is now available in Spanish. So, boom, there you have it for all the Spanish speaking people out there that want to have a great inspirational story to read to your children or read with your children and young adults. Boom, there you had it. Flossom is a, is a, is a book about. Um, teaching children and young adults and anyone in general how to better accept the things that we view as flaws and to view yourself as flossom and, you know, learn that self-love and all of that type of stuff. So y'all make sure y'all go over, check her out. I am flossom on Instagram. Links to her um, website where you can buy her products. She has shirts. She has the book. She has bookmarks, uh, notebooks or journals information affirmation cards all that man she's bringing a gang of good stuff man. y'all make sure y'all go and support the young lady 19 years old out here doing her thing and i just wanted to mention that so deville deville what have you been working on relax because i'm going to tell you your boy deville has been working on a new podcast don't worry don't worry relax Thoughts by the VLDI is still going to be here, still going to be fully operational. But me and my brother Travis Trife McDougal are putting together another podcast. The I'm Telling You podcast. We're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about hip hop, social media crazes, everything of interest of the 2020 and beyond. We're going to bring it to you with our unique respect perspectives man it's gonna be awesome um you know we've been bouncing around some ideas and uh, hopefully next week i'm hoping next week i'll be able to bring you a sample show or maybe we'll just go ahead and and release the first episode we'll relax 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 we're gonna get it together man but y'all be on the lookout y'all be ready and waiting for that i'm telling you podcast coming soon I also got a chance to get back with my boys, Paco 
and Joe over there on the Yeah About That podcast. We did a review, another classic album review. Uh, we did Lupe Fiasco's Cool the Cool, great album. But if you want to hear what we all think about it, y'all make sure y'all go over there. You can find him, the Yeah About That podcast on the gram too. Links, boom, get there, go to my page. Links are on there. Check that show out. Great guys. Love those guys. We met over. These are one of those relationships that we met over the internet and actually uh, have, have built a friendship. You know what I mean? And, and we just, we, we get in there, we go at it, and talking about these albums. But um, that's neither here nor there. Before I talk to you about this new movie, though, <laughs> I want to share a story with you. A creepy break room story. Creepy break room story, right? So, all right, so boom, let's just get into it. You know, the break room at work is supposed to be like a place of solitude. You can go chill, relax, you know, bring yourself down from the work day, eat your little snacks and whatnot. You know what I mean? Maybe you're eating some pirate's booty. Maybe you're eating some fruits and veggies. Maybe you're packing in your protein because you're trying to get to some games. Whatever it is, you know, that the break room is that place. It's supposed to be a place of peace. But my break room got turned, flip turned upside down the other day. <laughs> so check this out. I had just gotten done eating my lunch, right? So I go finish up my lunch, throw my stuff away, you know, and go. I go back to my computer, look up a couple of things, and then I'm getting ready to head out and go, you know, do some auditing because that's kind of my, what my what I do. So now I'm walking. And to get to the elevator to go downstairs, I have to walk through the break room or past the break room. There's a hallway beside the break room. I'm walking down this hallway, and I see there's a guy standing there. He's just chilling, minding his business. Um, and I see what I thought was hand sanitizer on the uh, counter. So as I walk by, I hit it two times. Boom, boom. Get it on my hands, you know trying to uh stop the spread of that COVID. boom boom two squirts on my hand wash you know i, go, I get the wipe in my hands and i realize this stuff is sticky sticky icky this ain't even hand sanitizer at all so i turn around immediately was a pause moment i stopped in my tracks because what is this stickiness on my hands turn around i look it's soap it's not hand sanitizer it's soap so i'm like okay <laughs> I go over there, I turn on the sink, and the guy's kind of looking at me weird because, you know, th this whole 180 that I just met, I just, boom, turned around and came right back. So I'm, I'm laughing off. I'm like, man, I thought that was hand sanitizer, but it's not. It's soap. And he was like laughing. He was like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's how I did it. So I go to the sink, and I start washing my hands, washing the soap off of my hands. I'm not really washing my hands. I'm just trying to wash the soap off. And as I'm washing my hands, uh, from out of my peripheral, I see a hand come over the sink holding the soap. And he's course, two times, maybe even three, on my hands. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm mid-washing hands. He comes over, squirts this soap on my hands. And so I'm washing my hands. So I look over, and he's standing there with this creepy little smile on his face and his eyes are real big and he's just standing there looking at me while I'm washing my hands and for some odd reason 
it, this it, this was such a weird, creepy moment that I couldn't stop washing my hands. So I'm looking at him with my what the fuck face, but my hands are still washing. And he's just standing there smiling. So it was awkward, and I I, I got I, I tried to say something, but all I could get out was one of them, uh huh, you know, Kawhi Leonard laughs, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So, I'm like, whatever. I wash my hands off, and he's just standing there. So, boom. Wash my hands off. Grab some paper towels. Start drying my hands. Turn around. Walk over to the trash can. I throw the paper towels away. When I turn around, oh, shit, jump scare. This dude is standing right behind me with these big-ass eyes and his creepy smile. He's standing right there behind me. Like, I didn't. The dude was. I underestimated his sneakiness. Obviously, because he crept up right up on me. And I turn around, he's right, boom, he's right there behind me, looking creepy as hell. And he's got hand sanitizer in his hand now. Now, this wasn't any industrial hand sanitizer. This wasn't a hand sanitizer that they leave sitting around the job where you could just get you a couple squirts like I thought I was doing and going on about your business. This is his own personal hand sanitizer. He's standing there with it locked and loaded. He's got the cap off. It's in his hand. He's holding his joint like a butcher knife. He's got it with the four-finger cuff and the thumb up, and he's just standing there smiling, looking at me. I don't know what to do. I'm fully creeped the hell out at this point, but I don't know what to do. Do I take the hand sanitizer? Do I not take the hand sanitizer? Do I walk off? So what I try to do, I try to ignore the fact that he's standing there with the hand sanitizer. I take a step to the left. Boom, he goes to the left. I take a step to the right. Boom, he goes to the right. This dude's got full court press defense on my ass. I can't get around him. So what do I do? I just stick my hand out. And he squirts it a couple of times in my hand. Wipe it on. And he's like, smell it once you once you get that on there. Smell it. What the hell? Okay. So I rub it in. Rub this in fast as I can. And I smell it. And it did smell awesome, by the way. I smell it. And I'm like, thanks. And I walk off. And I immediately went and washed my hands off again. Because I don't know what the hell was in that hand sanitizer. He was too creepy and way too eager to share that hand sanitizer with me. Have have y'all had any weird break room experiences? Anything similar to this? No? Maybe? If you had, share them with me. If you're listening on the Anchor app, you know you can hit that message button. Send me a message or you can go over to my Instagram. D-V-I-L-L-E underscore di leave me a voice message in there type it out if you're a type of person that don't mind typing type it out hit me up at thoughts by the di at gmail.com or go over to the thoughts by the di facebook page and just leave a comment on there up under this episode because as you know all my episode links are on my facebook page but i digress let's get back to the last chance movie review so i was blessed to be given a link to the first cut, early release, early viewing of Last Chance, the movie, the short film, by Josh and Jordan Mitchell. Two awesome people, college kids. I think, I'm pretty sure both of them are still in college now. And like I said, they put this movie together themselves. They went out and casted the movie. They shot the movie, which is just like awesome to me because... You don't see a whole lot of people who 
young or old who actually will take the initiative to go out and do things like this themselves. Everybody wants to sit around and talk about what great ideas they have, and then they just wait for somebody else to come along and take the initiative to uh, make their ideas whole. But these kids, they got together and they put their, their idea together themselves, and I think that's awesome. I think it's dope. So, like I said, they sent me a link to the early re release so I can watch it and review it. And I sat down and I watched it. I watched it a couple times. Now, Last Chance is a story about five teenagers, high schoolers, who are in this alternative style program to, um, you know, alternative to like s detentions or suspensions or expulsions. They have this counseling program that they put together. And so you have all these these five teenagers from different walks of life, different stories. They did a great job casting it. There was a lot of diversity amongst the people in there. There wasn't like, you know, uh, um, these, these weren't like a group of kids that hung together. These was all different kids, different walks of life that all went to the same school. So they were kind of familiar with each other. But like I said, they weren't just like buddy, buddy. And... They did a great job of telling this story. The thing I liked about it was the most was that they took time to go into each character's individual story um, through the counseling and, you know, to, to emphasize or to show the differences and similarities of the people at the same time. And... The only story was good. It was shot well, uh, especially for it to be independent and, and, and done, you know, by this group of young people. It was shot well. The story was put together well. Even the soundtrack was dope. I like the soundtrack to it. I believe, I'm just guessing, I'm not 100% sure, but I do think King Gino... Uh, did a lot of the music for the soundtrack. I think he did. You can go check him out on Instagram. He's one of the characters in the movie, also, um, well, one of the actors in the in the movie. Well, well shot, well put together. It got my stamp. Um, I believe the runtime was like forty minutes, thirty eight minutes, forty minutes, something like that. the The only thing that I didn't like about the movie was the length of it because you know i did kind of i did personally get invested in some of the characters and it's like i wish they had taken the time to more to flesh it out more flesh the characters out more give you more um of the personal lives of the characters but that's not a downfall either it's a short film and i think that's great too because it shows that the the film even though they set out to write a short film, it had the potential to be even more. So they could completely go back and make this into a full-length movie, I think, if they wanted to, because it's there, the base is there. Um, great story, liked it. So they asked me when I rated Josh himself, asked me if I would rate the movie. And I so I don't really like to rate things. But out of a five, as an independent film, shot the way it was shot and you know directed written and everything by this small group of people i'll give it out of five 
So five would be the best. Two and a half would be average. Um, I say I give it a three and a half, four. Three and a half, four. Solid movie. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to be released. I don't think they put together a release date yet. Because with COVID and everything, and I'm trying to get it featured in film festivals, festivals and the uh, from what they were explaining to me, the pickiness and sometimes exclusiveness of the film festivals they aren't quite sure you know which ones they'll be included in and, and you know if they're even gonna be any but um it's definitely when it comes out it's, it's definitely worth checking out all around good film all around good group of kids man that's all i want to say about that so what else we got what else we got somebody did ask me deville deville what do you think about that wop that WAP video, WAP video, that WAP video, the video, um, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, just explicit lyrics, sexualized lyrics, and it made a big fuss last week, everybody was going back and forth about it, oh, this is not the time for that, this is not, this is not the message that should be sending, and this climate, and da 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 whatever, now, did I like the song? No, I didn't like the song. I just don't think it's a good song at all. There was Meg Stallion did have some bars on there. That whole she says she if if he eats my ass, I'll call him a bottom feeder. I thought <laughs> I thought that was a dope line, man. But overall, the song I didn't like it. But the song's not for me either. It's a lady song, I guess, aimed at the ladies and what they like to do and express their sexuality. And I'm cool with that. I mean, one thing we got to do is stop looking for entertainers and celebrities, ball players, and to be role models. Because that's a choice. As a celebrity, that's a choice that you make to be a role model. You're not automatically cast into the, the position of being a role model just because you're famous. That doesn't make any sense. There are plenty of famous people out there that I don't want my kids looking up to. It is your job, first and foremost, as a parent, to be the role model for your kids and to set the examples for your kids because they may listen to WAP or whatever else that they listen to that you think is disgusting and horrible and that, you know, doesn't uh, have any artistry to it. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to imitate that because you should be the number one role model that your children are trying to roll themselves uh, after in these streets. But I do want to say on another note, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B was looking good in that video. I guarantee you that video smelled like cocoa butter and honey nut Cheerios. It had to be a delicious aroma in that video. What else you got to feel? I don't know, man. There was another thing that happened last week. Well, this week, too, there was this week, you had the Stone Mountain, the, um, they're calling them a white supremacist group. I don't know if it was a white supremacist group or not, but they were like Confederate supporters or whatever. And a group of people that they were saying was the Black Lives Matters protesters got into it. There was a whole, there was like fights and up and everything up at Stone Mountain. If you remember a couple of weeks back, the, what is it, N.A.? NFAC um, 
was up there marching because the word was out that the the Klan, the KKK, the Klan, as we call it in the South, had put out a statement saying, you know, the, the people of color was up there on, like, it was like, I think it was like 4th of July weekend, if I remember correctly, that it was going to be like a, a all-out massacre type of thing. Like, basically, they wanted beef. They wanted the smoke. And the NFAC went up there for the smoke, and nobody showed up. So some people are saying that this is kind of stems for that. But they met up, these two groups met up this time, and it was some smoke. You know, it was some punches thrown, and nobody got shot, though, thankfully. Um, but there were protesters and anti-protesters, and they actually clashed, and then the um, law enforcement showed up and broke it up and got them up out of there. And I, I just think that uh, at some point, some of this stuff is going to come to a head, and I believe that it, it, it will if something's not done to where both sides, all sides involved can actually get to the point of understanding that we can listen to each other, then at some point there is going to, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. You know, I'm not advocating any a race war or any type of thing like that, but I do feel like if these two sides keep clashing the way they are without having any type of, um, uh, uh, conversations without having any need to try to come to an understand with each other. Eventually, tensions are going to boil over, and, and it can get ugly, man. I hope not, but it looks like that may where be where it's heading. Maybe where it's heading. What else did I have on my list of things to get talked to you about today? Oh, last week, uh, the Southern, the country versus Southern Ti rapper. T.I. was doing a video, not a video, a podcast with Fabulous, another rapper from New York. And Fabulous was saying that, you know, he basically called the South Country. But Fab wasn't really saying it in a derogatory way. He was just saying, you know, country, like, because he said country and Southern was the same thing. He felt like it was the same thing. But T.I. was saying, no, you know, Southern is, you know, with being... From the South, you know, the the customs and the ways of people from the South. But then country is, like, slow and and last to catch on and backwards and so on and so forth. And then he proceeded to call Valdosta, Georgia. Y'all have heard me mention Valdosta before. I grew up in Valdosta, Georgia. He said, Atlanta is Southern. Valdosta is country. Yeah, and that got Valdosta up in the uproar. People that I know was on, on T.I.'s Twitter page, T.I.'s Instagram page, going at him. And uh, he was responding, and Killer Mike responded. And uh, someone asked me what I think about that, man. And <laughs> I told him that T.I. better chill because Valdosta is on one of the few places in the world that still listen, just still um, wear a coup. You ever heard of a coup? That's, no? Oh, well. That's T.I.'s clothing line. He, Valdosta is one of the last places that I've been where people still wear a, a coup. And um, it's country. <laughs> it, it is country. I will say it's not. When, when I say country, it's country in, in, the, in the way of, like I said, we're not the first in the state to catch on to the what's new and what's hip in the state or in the south or necessarily in the country. You know, a lot of things 
the um, a lot of things they go on in Valdosta are things that are picked up from they're going in the city in Atlanta. A lot of people from Valdosta are from Florida. We got a lot of culture from Florida. Valdosta is really more of like Florida than it is like Atlanta to me, if you ask me. But we're closer to Florida, but it is a country town, man. Not country like horses and dirt roads, but. You know, it's down there, man. It's it's kind of isolated. And the closest city is what? Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the closest big city. I guess Jacksonville's a big city. Hell, I don't know. My country has. But either way, man, it did not offend me that when T.I. said it was country because I feel like it's country too. And, you know, I probably riled, riled some people up by saying that. But, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's all I got for y'all this week. Make sure that you come back and stay tuned for what we got coming up, man. Definitely be on the lookout for that. I'm telling you, podcast, because I'm telling you it's coming. I really got to get my brother in here, man. We got to do, um, we got to put together a show, man. What I want to do, what my plan is, is to put him in here, get him talking on the Thoughts by the Ville DI podcast, first and foremost. Kind of give y'all an introduction and then we'll roll over into doing our own episodes together um, on the other podcasts. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. But as always, thank each and every last one of y'all for tuning in. I appreciate you and I love you. Remember to always be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated because either way, you made a difference and I'm out of here, man. Peace.